Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, welcome back to the podcast. Just a really quick upfront reminder. If you are listening to this podcast, it is assumed that you are following the honor system. And what that means is that this particular podcast is specifically for those women who are being coached by me one-on-one through a VIP relationship and or who are within the thinner circle. Um, other listeners are invited to follow my public broadcast, which is called Even in Weight Loss with Sherry Capilla. Now on with the show. Hi, my name is Landon. This episode of My Mommy's Podcast is sponsored by the Seekers Method for Weight Loss. It's the group coaching program that God gave to her to lose her weight. If you would like to join, go to SherryCapilla.com to get on the emailing list so you can sign up to the next time she opens enrollment meet which is soon okay i need to get back to my legos now now back to the show bye hey you welcome back to the podcast so today we're going to talk about what to do when you just cannot obey like there you are you're doing all the things and you're still failing miserably like despite your best efforts in all the ways you just keep failing. Like, you know, you're a Christian, you love God, you keep pouring over his word, and you keep reciting scripture, you know, every morning, <clears throat> name it and claim it, all the things of that the world is teaching us. And yet you still go right over and you pick up and eat that donut. Like, does that sound like you? Like, do you still find yourself knowing what you should do and still not doing it? You know, like, <laughs> it's like we're constantly reminded of, you know, how how weak we are. I have been there. I have done that. I have eaten the sad little ankle weight of a donut as well. But what I didn't know then, when I was perpetually plagued by my own defeat and, you know, perpetual giving into sin, what I didn't know then that I know now could change your life because I'm going to tell you all the things. You see, as Christians right now, all of us as Christians, we are saved through God's grace because of our faith in Jesus Christ. That's where we all exist right now as Christians. But, okay, but, but wait, there's more. (laughs) And not everyone is going to get this more part, okay? And I don't mean not everyone not everyone can comprehend this as much as I mean most just receive salvation. But some will enter into the next phase, which is called sanctification. I mean, when I when I first started really studying sanctific- sanctification, I heard sermons from various preachers where pastors had said things like, we can't be sanctified without God's power. And I thought that really just meant that we need we need God's grace. 
in order to be sanctified. And that's true, but that's not all the truth. No, it means God's power. Believers are sanctified by God's power. Okay. It's by God's powers, power rather, that believers are sanctified. It is only those who, I mean, this is a small group of us. It is only those who are growing in their relationship with Christ that will enter into the power of sanctification. Okay. This is a select group. I mean, I need you to lean in, be prayerful, ask the Holy Spirit to check this for you. Those of us who are growing in our relationship, meaning putting God first, pursuing a relationship with Christ, it is only those of us who are doing that who will enter into the power of sanctification. You need to hear this because if you're struggling, this could be your wake-up call. God's power is given to those who truly drop the world's treasures and they transplant them. They transplant the world's treasures with God. Like you transfer the object of your heart's affection from losing weight to pursuing a relationship with God. And once you do that, once God is in your heart instead, things begin to change. As you pursue, you might need to listen to this twice. As you pursue a deepened relationship, the Holy Spirit enables your ability to obey. And that is all commensurate with the condition of your heart. Means This means that your heart needs to be focused on seeking God instead of that number on the scale. <clears throat> On the other side of this commercial, we're going to talk about what this means and how this helps you with obedience. I'll be right back. All right. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. So I mentioned before, before the episode, before the commercial there, that as you pursue a deepened relationship, the Holy Spirit enables your ability to obey commensurate with the condition of your heart. Obedience, therefore, takes on a whole new meaning and a whole new feeling <clears throat> as you step into becoming and being sanctified. Obedience begins here because it's it begins here more profoundly, I should say. As we surrender, in our case, you know, we surrender the number on the scale, the goal weight, the goal date, all the things. We renounce, you know, all of the things of dieting. So obedience begins more profoundly as we surrender and as we renounce other masters in our lives, and as we identify ourselves instead with Jesus, and we discover his will, and we live according to his will, and consciously turn from conflicting interest, even if these interests have been important to us in the past. I mean, when I think back of, you know, back to when I dieted, <clears throat> girl, I was like so awesome at failure. <laughs> when I dieted, I failed. I could not obey the rules. And it's so akin to the law. I mean, do you see that parallel? I needed help. I needed strength. I needed power. And I really relied on my own will and, and the world. And I failed perpetually and miserably. And then I just gave up on dieting. I'm like, I'm, enough is enough. And I didn't even realize what was unfolding, how I was stepping from being saved into sanctification. I just gave up dieting. I gave up being mastered by a number. Instead, I started, I, I you know, I gave up 
I gave up exercising. Like I stopped pursuing exercise. I stopped pursuing that goal weight and goal date. I gave it all up for him. I didn't even realize it until I reflected on this. I just gave up the gym for him. And when I did this, he stepped closer. Man, could my throat just stop it already? And I mean, he stepped closer because in essence, really, I had to step closer to him. I had stepped closer to him without even realizing it when I crucified my desire to be skinny, when I stopped seeking the gym for him. I began pulling heaven, metaphorically pulling heaven down to earth because essentially I just kind of boldly trusted the Holy Spirit and decided to truly just follow his lead to help me grow. And you know what? It was slow (laughs) and it was hard. And I overcame every single thing through that desire to trust the Holy Spirit. I, I overcame through trust in him. And I was able to step away from my sin and my temptation. My will began to change. I exchanged my will for his will. And obedience became easier and weight loss became possible because the object of my affection was God. My weight had been dropped as my master in my life. Like I just dropped the weight of my weight being my master. And in so doing, I made room in my heart for God to be my master, to become the object of my heart's desire, to become the object of my affection. So my encouragement for you today, and I'm going to share a vision at the end of this that God gave me. My encouragement for you today is to see that though you are saved, you need to pursue holiness still. And you need to pursue holiness with effort as you fight your sin nature. You need to change your goal weight and your goal date from a goal, from a weight loss goal rather, to, how do I want to say this? from a weight loss goal to a life in Christ goal. Change it to a goal state of arrival. Like you're you're no longer, it's no longer about the goal weight, the goal state, or the goal date. It's now about the goal state, the pursuit of holiness, of seeking to glorify God, of the pursuit of righteousness, of holiness. As you, as you seek and pursue spiritual maturity, as you yearn for a deeper relationship with God, this is how you are. This is how you're made holy and transformed and your mind is renewed and you stop conforming to the patterns. This is when the conditions are right for God's power to lay upon you. This is where the Holy Spirit imparts freedom through enabling a supernatural ability to obey. Pursue holiness. Draw God near. Transfer your desire from weight loss and your will to life gain and his will. Now, I want to tell you about this vision that God gave me this morning as I was reading through the scriptures. And for reference, for the sake of um, today, I want you to know the reference. The scriptures to reference today are really Hebrews 10, 14, and Matthew 7, 14, 13 and 14, and then just the book of Romans, because the book of Romans is everything. I mean, the book of Romans tells us that by God's power, believers are sanctified. We are made holy. I mean, Romans just goes into it and says that 
This means that we are set apart from sin, enabled to obey and become more like Christ. When we are growing in our relationship with Christ, the Holy Spirit frees us from the demands of a diet. Think about that. God imparts. When you show him that you you desire to be sanctified, to be set apart, to be able to be used, God imparts an ability for you to obey that you didn't have when you were just saved. I hope you're hearing this. This was the vision God gave me. He gave me this vision as I was writing this particular episode. It's weird how it was simultaneously happening. I was hearing God writing this episode all the while he was showing me this. He said, we become Christians as we enter the narrow gate. I want you to imagine like, you know, you're just walking in a field and there's a gate and it's really narrow and you're on this really path and you see this big fence, fenced in area. And the only way to get over the fence is through this really narrow gate. And he gave me a vision of us walking through this narrow gate. And once we're inside, we're in the narrow gate of his kingdom. That's when we're saved. And once we're in this narrow gate in his kingdom, we're free to roam around. We're saved. We're sealed with the Holy Spirit. But there's a path to go deeper into our faith. We follow the path into the kingdom. We, we follow the path on. How do I have this written? We follow the path in the kingdom, on the kingdom's property, which is even more narrow than the gate we just entered. Not only is it more narrow, but it's up and down hills. Only the few of us, only a few of us who've entered into this narrow gate have the desire or even the courage to step onto and follow the narrow path once we've once we've entered the kingdom once we've been saved only a few of us and that's exactly what Matthew 7:13 and 14 says that basically the gate that you've entered is narrow but only some of you who are being made holy pursue the path some of us some of us just settle for being inside the kingdom But those who decide to step closer to God do so via the narrow path, which is the journey of sanctification. It is where the fullness of God's blessings exist on earth. Okay? You are saved. But you are also being told once you are saved to be holy because God is holy. And so therefore, he illuminates to some of us the desire to pursue holiness through sanctification on that narrow path. So my encouragement for you today, beautiful, if you get this message, is to pursue holiness in every single choice that you make, even in weight loss.